Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello. Hi. We are finishing up Crusade. This is the last episode, at least in the uh, original broadcast order. It is called... Every Night I Dream of Home. Each Night, I believe. Oh, Each Night. Oh, fine. Correct me, Tim. (laughs) I just happen to have it. And every night. Each and every night I dream of home, which is Earth. Sector 100. Now you're just excited. (laughs) Okay, anyway, technically the last of the original broadcast order, Each Night a Dream of Home, but this was number seven in the sci-fi order and number eight in the chronological order. So normally this would have been, I think, between in between um, their first and last... Lockley episodes. Lockley episodes, oh. yeah. That would make more sense. Um, although I think... With the uniforms, it may be a little Well, wonky. the uniform thing's whole. The uniform, I, every every episode they're wearing the new uniforms. I'm like, wait, how did... Oh, how would they have warred around? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, and what, how the captain was like, these are so terrible. Like, they're not... They're not. They're, they're, I, they're I think normal. They're actually. better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you they know, just had to make him grumpy because that's how kind of how he is. How he is about everything. Yeah. yeah. Basically. What did you think of this episode, Rihanna? I liked it. I thought it... it a little worried that it was just going to be some random episode that they chose for the last uh, the last one, and it there were a lot of things about the episode that felt final, kind of in a way, like the whole ending sequence, mm. the end scene, the fact that they went back to Babylon Five, yeah, or yeah, and, you I saw mean, it for they a went shot. back to Earth, life yeah. goes on, yeah, like but the show doesn't, um, <laughs> but it seemed like some things came full circle ish. Mm. And it seemed like a very important episode. Yes, yeah. It wasn't just like, uh, the captain and Galen go fight a dragon on this planet. You know, <laughs> like, I would have been really disappointed if it was a random throwaway episode like that. Yeah, yeah. That's true. It, it, it did feel fitting on that in those regards. It was very... Like, uh, stuff happened. Yes, we get to fight the Drock, and they f- actually found out important so, information about yeah. the, the, the plague. Yeah, which was great. And Progress. Um, Franklin shows up. Yeah. Which I was impressed that uh, that was a surprise for you because yeah, I, it was in like an opening credits and like when the the launch of the live team was like oh there he is okay that's how he, he's getting on the ship and uh, shame no, they have he, to put it really? in the credits well not the oh oh his name was no yeah I wasn't paying attention to that so good job uh, I, was, uh, I was still surprised yeah, yeah sometimes that ruins like guest appearances the cameos mm-hmm. and yeah like it's that. like oh, okay yeah. But yeah, so it was fun to yeah. see him again, wasn't it? Uh, his his go he's he's grown a goatee. Because uh-huh. um, that's you. Anytime you haven't seen a character for a while, you yeah. have to have some the, yes. visual indication that time. Normally, has passed. grow goatee. Normally, grow goatee. <laughs> um, Age. Yeah. If you're a man, anyway. <laughs> um, sometimes I don't. Know, Lockley Lockley looked like she might have had some goatee action too in this episode, but not really. Uh. <laughs> I kept wondering if they would cross paths, but they never did. Lockley and Franklin. The closest like she came and saw his uh, when he was sealed up in the tube. Yeah, which makes I mean, it was super top secret. Yeah, yeah. which it wasn't supposed to be. I mean, there's the fact that whatever deal well they made with the senator, yeah, um, captain was supposed to know and well, just the captain. But I mean, not uh, anyone else is really supposed to know, just because. Well, first off, no one's supposed to leave Earth, and Franklin did. Yeah. Second off, you don't want the Drock knowing that they're... Yeah, I, I realized that the Drock really honed in on that, because if anyone leaves Earth and can do any experiments, then they're in trouble. Mm. They have to know that they can't... They, they can't let people find well, out too much about plus it. Plus, I wonder, actually, with that revelation at the end, that the virus might have a hive mind. If you could isolate parts of it away from the rest of them, mm. maybe yeah. you could do something. I don't know. I just now thought of that. That could be. Is nanotech a real thing, or is that made up? 
Sounds made up. I think it's something we can't do it like anything in the movies. I think they do Sounds have like super AI. small. I mean, it's basically super small machines, and uh, then yeah. I, I think it's I think it's something that has been seriously scientifically studied as a possibility. I'm not sure how much we can actually do. Right. I but, think I think the main. The main problem is probably like manufacturing something that small. Mineral mineralization. Like if we yeah. ever manage like quantum computers or something. I right. shouldn't have asked. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> that you you started to explain that I was looking at the dog. And things. <laughs> so I got the no. It's not real, but it's it's real ish in real ish possibility of. It could happen, maybe. Yeah, it's been theory. It's it's like one. It's a popular gonna, scientific theory. Well, again, they I'm do sorry. they do have like they they can throw little. Can they throw a little robot? <laughs> um, <laughs> can they throw a little robot like um, cameras into people now and control them? Oh sure. So well, that's that's on. I don't that's, know. They throw them into them. <laughs> open bo- the open wide. That, Nick? They, they like snake them down there. No, but the don't they even have ones you can. Don't they have even smaller ones? Like, you can actually... Oh, pilot? Like, miniature drone? I mean, any camera can I don't do that know. if you swallow it. <laughs> I, I may be wrong. Maybe that's just something they were talking about. I don't know enough medical tech. But, yeah. yeah. Swallow a GoPro. Like, there's like a letter. <laughs> don't eat it bigger than your head. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I, I was like, I can think of like five things that are bigger than my head. <laughs> but only five. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, um. but it was it was a momentum momentous episode in some ways, and that was fun. I keep thinking. So these last five episodes were largely his first ones he wrote. They all had the same costumes and no, not costumes, uniforms. <laughs> um, and they've been really good. Yeah. Yeah. Like if they had done more like this, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't do everyone like. And I like like this one to talk about like he's getting married and. And goes on. and two two one or two episodes two episodes ago they had the whole like music and art we need exploring sort of like what is the repercussions for a world that think it's going to die mm-hmm. it's also been very interesting but like Zach complains and Brand you know what? that some oh. some of these episodes feel like not only are they not solving the problem but like it doesn't even matter yeah. and I'm not saying there usually is a reason I'm not as skeptical as Zach is on that but still. Yeah. These have been very nice for this. Well, yeah, if you had been able to, like... Yeah. Or it, even spread them out. Yeah, if you spread them out rather than clumping all together so that it feels like you are making good faith efforts. Because I, I, I feel like even though... Even when they do some... winds up being some other random thing that they're exploring... They're fun. They, um, well, they're fun, but they also... I feel like they usually are starting off on something that is related to their yeah, quest. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, they just... Even if they're fighting dragons, you're there on purpose because they're... They live longer. What's the... But it's the second episode and you get the false sense of the whole show's gonna be fun. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just... You've been lied to. It's yeah. like... The second date, like, oh, I'm so adventurous, and then like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, I mean, no, I'm not. I mean, that's that's the thing about Crusade. It, it's always kind of this uh, from the very beginning, early on. It was kind of this, I don't want to say false hope, but like mixed bag, mixed bag. Yeah. Unfortunately, it never really got to meet its potential. It had a and it had a lot of potential. No, and like these last episodes show you that it could have been a even if yeah. it kept episodic, it still could have been a very entertaining show. Okay. And if it ramped up. And you know what was interesting about their approach to this episode was they were not like hunting for some ancient alien artifact. They yeah. actually had a pretty good scientific plan of attack and way to go at Which, this. Which it seems like we should have been doing this earlier. Well, I think they were. I mean, they've been doing stuff on Earth, oh, and this was God, their. That's true. And I think, like in an optimal world of Crusade, having a variety of episodes, some on crazy plants, some talked with political alien stuff, some Earth stuff, would probably be your bag. It just. They group them so weird in this yeah. showing and through. 
Mm-hmm. How many episodes is Galen actually in? This All the early ones. So like, <laughs> well, there's, I mean, there's one or two, like, but yeah, his number of episodes to Lockley's number of episodes is it kind of close together? Not really. No. Lockley, this was the only the third episode Lockley was in. I feel like Galen was in about half. Yeah, I would guess half. And I think I think he was meant Maybe to be a that sort more. of character. He was he was meant to kind of be a wandering. Yeah, I mean, if I mean, it, 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 if the you, way they, the way this order is, it doesn't make him seem like he's wandering. It really just makes him seem like, "Hi guys, goodbye." Like, yeah, yeah and it that's does. it. Mm-hmm. Even though, I mean, I guess if you would think about him as a character, sort of like Blondo um, or Jakar, who yeah. were not in every episode of Babylon Five, well, but they're always entertaining when they are. Yes, and they were always important when they were on screen. I kind of figure Galen's role was supposed to be something like that. I mean, he's a wild card. He's not Earth for it. You know, he can just do what he wants. Yeah. But they're supposed to have this special connection. Yeah. Him and the captain. And well, but the captain also has a special connection with a box. Dang so. it. You didn't get any apocalypse box. <laughs> no, no more of that for <sighs> this episode anyway. Sorry. One of the random thing I'll make a note of, I think because because my my mom grew up in South Carolina, I'm always a little prickly whenever I see <laughs> these like evil Southern characters. <laughs> and, I wondered how you felt about him. Yeah, I was just like... Oh, Brother, it's another it's another hick politician, yeah, redneck the, politician, the drac plague. The drac. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I hate. I, I don't know. I just stereotype. Yeah, because I mean, because J. Michael has done a lot of bad. Like, oh yeah, he's done plenty yeah, of bad but, but the, the full the full all like southern mm-hmm. thing is a little much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been it's been done. Yeah, that's the first time in Babylon Five history I've, I think we've seen that sort of archetype. But it's still an archetype that I don't particularly enjoy. I enjoyed. We had some. We had some nice little moments with uh, Sarah Chambers. Mm-hmm. I thought her and Franklin were fun together. Yeah, um, they totally get married. That's what I'm just going to pretend. <laughs> <laughs> he finally, he finally crosses the line with the other uh, yep. prominent medical scientists. Yep. That would make sense. And he and Franklin had some gravitas with the you know the I don't know what's going on. Because you know the guy is like super. I mean, he'd be all over that. Yeah, that, that would be that would be his primary job. So yeah, I could totally see that. I don't know. I I really enjoyed the episode. Not it's, I did, certainly not a bad episode. I did too. Bad ending episode. If you have to end one, but I don't know what episode you pick that would be better than this. If you had these thirteen episodes, mm. the X Files one. The X Files one. <laughs> It'd be certainly a humorous way to, yeah. to wrap that it up. Been, like if that had been the last episode, you would have been like, "Wait, what? What? what, is, wait, <laughs> what, what, what was the series? <laughs> what exactly? is the show? I mean, still, I'm like, what is the show? But in uh, a different way, like." What is this show? I mean, even this episode had a cut, one or two really odd. Tra- like, okay, so one shot I thought was really weird was one of the. Uh, I think it was when they had found Lockley's plan, and there's this extreme close up on Matheson's face mm-hmm. for a long time. It's like, why are we, why but, are we in this shot oh, for so long? Veer directed this episode. Really? Oh, Stephen first. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's oh, yeah, another Veer episode. My favorite hmm. weird miscellaneous shot was when uh, they were getting hit by the Drock. There's this random shot of like a guy falling out of bed. <laughs> Wasn't that the like doing a backwards somersault? Oh, oh, he was doing over the control panel. Yeah. Was that oh, what it was? Yeah, like, he was oh, just like I'm the... falling out of bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? What are we? What? Yeah, I do. I, I want to compliment though. In that same sequence, there was this really cool shot of Lockley at the one mm. end of the hall, and the camera is, I think, probably dollying back. It look, or it looked like it was it was a track shot. I would guess. And it was impressive to me that it was a cool track shot, but also the fact that, you know, they're in the middle of battle, so everyone had to, like, lurch to one Shoot. side at the same time. Yeah. And it just, it looked really cool. There were a couple, there was a couple of nice shots. I mean, there were a couple, like, that one, that one with Brandon was kind of wonky, but there were some really good shots. In the- I didn't know who was the control panel. I was like, 
why do we care that he fell out of bed? <laughs> and I have to say, Jay like the backwards somersault. Jerry really did a good job, really ramping up the tension. This, oh yeah, episode. no, it was it was a great climax. It, it felt was, like an authentic like Babylon Five space battle when climax. Was the last space battle. We had. Uh, there was uh, the planet that was like completely automated. We had a space oh, battle for yep. a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that was maybe one of the first times we had seen the the fighters come out of yeah the Excalibur, and it had taken a while to get to that mm-hmm. before we ever saw. And that. even then, we really didn't see them. I mean, we didn't see them a whole bunch. No, this was Not the most. Yeah, this was yeah. the most uh, outside action or chore- uh, choreographed action we'd seen for a while. Yeah. Tim, you you found somewhere kind of a summary of what the season should have been, right? Yes, this is on the Babylon 5 wiki, and I think they pulled this from various other corners. But they have, yes, there are, we've got these brief descriptions of the unfilmed episodes that would have filled out this season. So, number 14, To the Ends of the Earth. Summary, the Excalibur gives chase to the ship that looks like the one that destroyed Gideon's ship, the Cerberus, many years ago. This episode would have seen the Excalibur crew re- return to using their black uniforms. <laughs> okay, so number one, black uniforms. Very pertinent information. Um, There's something wrong with these costumes. I mean, uniforms. I don't know what that is all about. I mean, about. why would you even include that? Why would you go back to it? Why, like, the other ones are in the wash. Like, <laughs> yes. you gotta be mechanics this, this week. I, 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 I do. How is that helping solve the, find the, the, the cure? Like, this ship killed my ship. They must know. What is killing me again? I don't. I don't know. But it'd be a good backstory sort of stuff and mystery. Mm-hmm. But it's really essential when the whole Earth is gonna die. Yes. How selfish of you, Captain. <laughs> it, no, it's very important. I do say I really. That's it. why he's got to put the black uniform. He's in mourning. That's what it is. <laughs> I'd say more and more I enjoy getting as a captain. Yeah, he, he grew on me over time. It took yeah. me a long time for me to really yeah I get him. Like maybe but. he had to figure out. How to play the character? Maybe a the actor bit. was yeah, growing yeah, into it. Getting, but these getting... were early episodes, weren't they? I don't know. He, he found his. Group. I don't know. I don't he, understand he, how the production. He found his group, and his group works. was bad. So before he found it, it was good. Maybe I don't, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, next episode number fifteen: value judgments. The appearance of Alfred Bester. Now on oh. the. <laughs> I heard that Alfred Bester. Uh, he said that this was one of his favorite scripts he ever got from Alan Five. Oh. So this script must have come a long way. Uh, Alfred Bester, now on the run following the telepath war, poses some difficult decisions for Lieutenant Matheson. Mm-hmm. So, I think I think it was one of these from my. Yeah, that would have been yeah, That would have been super interesting, and I would love to know more details about the telepath war. And I think it, I think it had the whole Bester basically still saying he was right. He did nothing wrong oh, sure. after all this. So that would have been fascinating. Yeah. That would have been awesome. So I feel like these, those two were... Well, I don't know how the captain would react to Bester. <laughs> oh, know. man. Yeah, I'm sure he would give him a hard time. <laughs> I'm sure that would be mutual. <laughs> so I think those are both scripted. This one sounds like it had not actually been scripted, called Darkness of the Soul. Because all it says is, episode was about to be scripted and the series was canceled. So we don't know much about that one. Uh, episode 17, Tried and True. Darina graduates as a thief. But will her patron, Mafik, let her continue aboard the Excalibur? Hmm. Mm. Oh, character-centric episode. I forgot about Marina, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. she. I'm sure she would have been enjoyed being part of a, a fight against the Drak in this last episode we just saw, but yeah. didn't happen. Uh, episode 18. This is just an untitled script that hadn't reached scripting stage when the series was canceled. And they wore black uniforms. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Half of them did. <laughs> uh, episode 19. War Story. The first of a trilogy of loosely connected episodes that would have seen Darina disappear for a time after being captured by a, quote, huge ethereal-looking ship 
unquote, and taken away. Interesting. Hmm. Episode 20, The Walls of Hell. The second part of the planned sword trilogy, which would have been a very contained story, mostly featuring Gideon and Matheson in a room, talking. Okay, I'd watch that. <laughs> that sounds I mean, right that up sounds right right up J. Michael, yeah. Dorina would have still been missing, and mention would be made of trying to find her. I have to, I'm going to double-check my search. I thought I remember seeing slightly different details about some of these, but anyway. Episode 21, Untitled Scripts. The third and final episode of the planned sword trilogy would, that would have seen Dorina inexplicably return and carrying with her a mysterious sword. And then the... Excalibur? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, interesting. From the intro, yeah. Uh, episode 22, The End of the Line. The Excalibur finally tracks the hybrid signal back to its home base and uncovers some shocking secrets about Earth Force, the Technomages, and their connection to the Shadows. This episode would have been the season finale, ending with a cliffhanger leaving a question mark of whether Gideon is alive or dead. Very interesting yeah. indeed. Would that have been the actual end of the season or just like episode seven? <laughs> um, <laughs> like you could, you couldn't really do that and be like, "Well, he's alive now." Because I remember reading somewhere that Gideon, uh, like, yeah, Gideon, the technomages were like in league with the shadows or something, or some of them were, some of them were in some way. Yeah, they, that's they, why they Gideon had, ran away to a certain extent. That they had used some shadow technology or something. I don't. Okay, really yeah. Kind of okay, so that was from the Babylon Five, Babylon 5 wiki. The Wikipedia article has some other details about this. So. Okay, the, the ends of the earth, the number, episode 14. This one says, the apocalypse box directs Gideon to a ship like the one that destroyed Cerberus. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> That's how they would have come across it. And so, Gideon would have listened to the apocalypse listen, box yeah. because yeah. he does. This episode further expanded on the story of the unidentified black craft seeding Gideon's flashbacks. But no black uniforms? No it is. It doesn't mention that. No mention of black. Uniforms. Some of this stuff is Unconfirmed. in probably J. Michael. He, I think you know all those script books he, re- he released. I bet some of this is in that. Right, and probably different Wikipedia authors have the access to pick, stuff, and were just picked up on different things. Um, the one about the telepaths it also involved the crew of the Excalibur discovering a vault with a lock that requires a telepath Ooh. to open it. Okay, that makes more sense too. Um, okay, so Darkness of the Soul, the one that one of the scripts that was about to begin scripting yeah. was an episode involving the, the apocalypse box. No! <laughs> so mad. Uh, you think like he could like release like a cartoon version, or, like, <laughs> like a a comic book? Yeah, or, yeah. Man, I would take I would, a graphic novel. I do. Like That'd be awesome. Terrible. Like um, they did that with Buffy the Vampire Slayer, didn't they? Like they did a, a, a graphic novel because version of season eight or whatever. Because there's, there's the characters are great. The setup when like done a, well is really a good. About what the apocalypse, about, or a gif, or a, I don't, I don't know. One of the the other uh, untitled scripts would have involved the discovery of a construction base. That doesn't sound very exciting. No. Um, that's oh, a, that's a stinker. The episode war story where uh, Darina got abducted apparently would have left Matheson feeling as though he's responsible. Oh, okay. Um, the Walls of Hell episode in, this says in attempts to rescue Darina, Matheson gets possessed by the apocalypse box. What? And subsequently takes over the ship. Oh, now, okay. okay. That's the one where... Why do we not have this part of the season? That sounds pretty cool, See, actually. J. Michael had some good ideas coming down the line, I think. And when Dorina returns with a magical sword, she's without any memory of what happened to her. Oh, it's Garibaldi all over again. <laughs> again, the last episode, Gideon learns of the origins of the ship that destroyed Cerberus and of a conspiracy at the heart of the Earth Alliance. 
this was to have been the season finale of the major cliffhanger leading into season two, which the other thing told us it was, didn't know if Gideon would be alive or dead. So why didn't they do the good stuff first and then the bad stuff? Because <laughs> well, you, you have to build your, your series. In your world. They, they were like... Network. Network. <laughs> That's my excuse. We'll blame it all on TNT. Yeah. It's a shame. There was a lot, a lot of stuff. And it's not popular enough to actually get a reboot or a comic book series or anything. Not a chance. Audio drama like Big Finish, go take it over. And... Yeah, well, hopefully this this run through of Crusade and the Weekly Hijack will change all of that. And everyone have a petition. Petition your local network slash streaming service <laughs> to to redo or finish. Disney can pick it up. And <laughs> there you go. If they could, yeah. ruin it. No, <laughs> so I'm just going to be the skeptics right here, the cynics. Talking animals. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I hope uh, I hope if you, you found this. Uh, maybe you were inspired to go check out Crusade. You should, you should watch it. I mean, there's. I don't think it's uneven, but it's good. Some of it's really good. The only downside is I think you have to buy it from. I don't think it's streaming on no. Amazon Prime like regular Babylon Five is. I think you'd have to purchase it. Which, you know, that dedication, dedication uh, peeps. But uh, we have one last Babylon Five episode coming up for the weekly hijack. That is the Lost Tales director DVD. Yes, that's never a good sign. So mm, yeah, we'll see. We've never I'm seen curious. this. Direct to DVD is so, bad. <laughs> apparently, it was an idea to do an anthology series, sort of like a la Twilight Zone. So they would have been like just just short stories in Chile. Oh. But like, I guess from what I understand is the idea is each disc would have, have tied in with a theme of sorts. So we haven't seen it. Um, and then funding, I guess, was non-existent or something. Well, yeah, I think no. JMS decided, like, if if we're going to do this again, we need a better budget. And they're like, mm, we're not interested in doing that. Even though it sold really well from what I heard. Oh, so The and 5 never, like, it always had an audience, but, like, everyone always acted like it didn't. Well, the networks just didn't, yeah. That, this was before, this was 90s, so this was really before, if you weren't Star Trek or some of the, like, a big budget show yeah it was it was rough nerd culture was not what it is today yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll put it that way yeah um it was still much more of a niche thing and and babylon 5 was always breaking new ground mm-hmm. um in terms of like serialized tv doing a very non-star trek way of mm-hmm. science fiction you know yeah, non-episodic yeah for the most part so it was different setup. Yeah. Yeah. Different time. And to be fair, I think JMS just honestly just works differently. He, he works a little outside the norm. I think even of Hollywood. Yeah. I think you're right there. He, 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 he wants to do it his way if he can do it. He doesn't, I don't know that he plays the game as much as some other people might. Yeah. I think that, I think that might be. A if you ever seen any of his characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's probably one reason why he, did comic book writing for mm-hmm. a fair bit. And not nothing against comic book writing, but it's just for someone who's worked with people like Clint Eastwood and, uh, cause he did, he did write a movie that Clint Eastwood directed. Oh, I thought you were talking about yourself. And I was like, no, 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 no. That story. No, no. Straczynski, he wrote a uh, changeling. Yeah. Which is, I really? got nominated for all. Yeah. Yeah. It has Angelina Jolie in oh. it. But it was, it's, uh, no, kind of, it seems outside of his wheelhouse, but yeah. he writes all kinds of stuff. And, but at the same time, he's just never really been, mainstream mm-hmm. for some reason. He, well, and he, he wrote Sense8, which he worked with the Wazowskis for Netflix. Uh, but that, that even that, it was like canceled after two seasons and it was pretty niche for Netflix. Yeah, it's have one you of those that? I have not because we were like, isn't it? It just, it was going to push boundaries. We knew that we weren't interested in yeah. watching. I think is I think he has, he tends to make stuff that has a very strong following, but not a wide following mm. generally. Like, yeah. 
like a cult following. Kind of. Yeah. Like, even Battle 5 a still small, has that. A small cult, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, not like a telepath cult. <laughs> not, not, uh, not one of those. I mean, like I said, Babylon 5 was popular enough of its day. It had right. board games and trading cards and, I don't know, maybe a few. Did it have any, like, actual, like, figurines? Or I don't know. I and the that. people love it, really like, go do hijacks about it. Yes. But everyone was like, what do you mean, Babylon 5? Yeah. So. The first time I heard of Babylon 5 was on, um... An episode of The Big Bang Theory. Oh, okay. Um, that seems like something Sheldon would uh, like. Uh, no, Sheldon actually doesn't like. Oh, because he's like he's he, hardcore Star he Trek. He doesn't like Babylon Five. Yeah. But okay. Leonard Leonard likes it, and and at the okay. time I was like, I have no idea what this is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's probably a good percentage of the population. <laughs> Hopefully, it's changing. I mean, it's been around for a while. It does have a good reputation. I think overall mm. for people who are familiar. We hear lists of science fiction shows from like magazines. It usually ranks up pretty high. Mm-hmm. For people know such things, but anyway, we're not. Yep, we're rambling. We're we're almost at the end of this this road, but not quite there yet. So, thank you for listening. If you've tuned into this long discussion of uh, Crusade, a show that hopefully some of you have watched. <laughs> I've watched it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we watched it's it together. It doesn't present a very strong argument to watch it. Unfortunately, this watch the last five episodes. There you go. Just skip ahead. Doesn't matter. <laughs> watch whatever order you want. Spin spin a wheel. Look up what a good Galen episode is. And yeah. It'll at least be entertaining. Yeah. Just watch the same episode over and over. It's the same thing. <laughs> just kidding. Not quite, but it's worth it for the X-Files at least, right? <laughs> just just watch the X-Files one. <laughs> be confused. All right. Well, well, hopefully we'll see you for uh, the next, the very last Babylon 5 Weekly Hijack, as far as we know. As far as we know, yes. Unless we decide to tackle the books or something. Yeah. That was... I didn't even know about the next one until the other week. Nick's like, oh, one more thing. And I was like, there's one more thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Until then, this is Tim. This is Nick. This is Brianna. Bye-bye.